Welcome to Caffeine Check, where technology goes wrong at six in the morning. Ah. What'd you get? It's true. Nice. Well done. Um, players are already no rolling initiative because <laughs> it's going down first thing. Um, let's do some announcements, character intros, and then announcement. This is Anthony C., and I play Erdo, a human cleric from Fellow Spire. This is Scott, and I play Findilin. He's a rogue high elf from Quirath. This is Joshua, and I play Kaladin, a half-elf human fighter from the city of Westline. My name's Thomas, and I play Basil. I'm a halfling bard from Willow Hills. Derek here, and I play uh, Blake Clark from the swamp town of Bogolo. I'm a human ranger slash rogue. And I'm Anthony R. I play everyone you all don't play. And that was our intros. Go ahead, Thomas, with announcements. It's actually not Thomas here. Hey, all, this is Giuseppe here. Uh, nope. I've been hired to take care nope. of something for you. So, you see, listen up. Uh, uh, I've got an urgent message. Uh, more important than getting the ball in the back of the net. Uh, it's uh, more important than getting the shape of a meatball just right. Okay, maybe not that important. Uh, hey, uh, what can I say here? I'm, I'm here to tell you it's in your best interest to purchase the endless bag of dice from thecriticaldice.com. Uh, beautiful like dice, I tell you. House. What's better? Pasta fagioli? Okay, uh, maybe you don't do it, but your first First bag is free if you use the discount code caffeine. So do it. I tell you, do it. Uh, you need you need some uh, coffee beans. Uh, I, I tell you what, uh, caffeinatedcobo.com uh, is discount code caffeine check one word and your first bag. Oh, that first big discount. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, that first big discount, big like my meatballs. You tell you see you see. No no no, you can't see you can't see. Uh huh, because. Let me tell you, let me tell you, you can't see tell because me. we haven't started the live streaming yet. So you got to help us out. Uh, I tell you what, uh, I'm urging you now. Go now. Uh, our Instagram has every link you could possibly want. It's all, it's all in our bio. You see, it's the biography. Uh, it tells us about biography. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, here, here's what I can do for you. Uh, I'll give you a big meatball. You can create the custom dice by joining the Wolf Back of Dice on the Instagram, you see. Uh, he makes the spaghetti inspired by dice, you see. Uh, set you, oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Ah, makes you something as, as beautiful as a sunset in Rome. E fotutamente bello. So, bedtime fairy fails for your funnies back to back. You see, if if you fail and cry like a little girl, uh, she will make it better and be, make people laugh. Yes, uh, she makes it funnier. You see, so tell her your Dungeons and Dragons fails. Uh, you want to see and drink something special, huh? And I I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not coming on to you. I'm not coming on to you here, you see. But I did tell you. I did tell you. You'd love it. A Fultamente Bello ginger beard coffee in Tampa. They've got the cold brew. They've got the espresso of the gods. And by gods, I mean God. 
del singola ama quello che c'è per quello che c'è mi espresso molto bello now tell me this dungeons and dragons thing you you like this i tell you, you sounds you like some football match right now. spring day where the juventus wins the Serie ah yes he is most important uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there i'll i'll give you now this role playing thing like the kinky so really uh, not yet enjoy my friends is, are we done? Is there music I have to match to that? Did you just do that a cappella? That's the Mario theme. It's not a song. Why? I just didn't know. It's Why the no? Mario but... theme. It's... Um, it might not go over well. Like, what might not go? Why? Well? I don't know. You worried about getting canceled again? <laughs> yeah. It's Derek's biggest Derek's fear. Derek's constant fear. <laughs> As long as it's not me that gets this canceled, I'm fine. Bring it on, yeah. world. <laughs> I don't know that the Italians are like the canceling type. Yet. Not till they hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's do a little game recap. So last we left off, you guys were in um, Naughton. Um, finished up the night. Um, a couple interesting uh, things happened. Uh, before you guys left one the uh there was a pin left uh on the bed for kaladin uh it was a uh, the same pin that the um sovereign uh would wear almost like the u.s president would wear the pin of the united states flag <clears throat> and the other the interesting thing uh, that happened is kaladin went to basil for help and uh, basil decided to dimension door to try to catch up to the person who was running away you guys didn't catch up but you did cast uh sending uh and this person said that they will meet you in the hall of legacy um answers are available in the hall of legacy um so you guys did that uh on the road i think cal or uh erdo spent some time reading the book spending a little bit a little bit more time trying to understand everything that's in there um i don't think a whole lot really happened um until you guys got to uh, the, the town that you're in now where you guys were attacked by a couple creatures, uh, aberrations that came out of the portal, or so you'd assume. Uh, you defeated them, and then a little gnome from the Bistarium Foundation uh, presented himself, um, said he would Rogue. love to travel with you guys uh, because you guys are going to slay some more things, and he wants to be able to investigate the things that you slay. Um, Blake murdered him violently. Uh, and that's a terrible retelling of that. Trained him how to fight, and he sucked at it, so he died. Mm-hmm. Mur no, murdered him violently is good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with the murdered him violently. You, you said you came out with blood all over you. Well, yeah, if I hit him with a sword, I'm sure I'd get some arterial spray and stuff. You trained him to die. Yeah, I would describe that as yeah. violently. Um, so he's dead. You guys go to sleep that night in this massive... Um, aberration winged aberration um flies in for whatever reason lands on the house right next to the tiny hut that you guys had cast um pays attention to this tiny hut um begins to attack the tiny hut and is trying to break it get inside of it um at which point blake yells oh um over here asshole and you proceed to fire two shots. So 
We will start this session by rolling initiative. So, oh, I also need everybody to go ahead and roll wisdom saves. Sixteen. Just wanted to get the high rolls out of the way. <laughs> That's a four. Yeah. Thirteen. Eleven. Fifteen. Okay. All of you are considered frightened. <laughs> <laughs> um, which means uh, two things. One, you uh, will roll all of your attacks at disadvantage. All of your ability checks will be at disadvantage. And you cannot... Uh, move closer to the creature. Uh, so, Blake, for you, um, you are 40 feet away from it, uh, so you cannot move to any square that is less than 40 feet away from it. So not that you have to run directly back. Uh, you could run maybe down or, or almost kind of sideways, but anywhere that you go has to be 40 feet or further. Um, all right. So that brings us to um, Blake. You have a surprise round. Uh, you used your action to go to fire your arrow, so we'll go ahead and roll those. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. You, Especially if you're already frightened. frightened. <laughs> you still. I, mean, I don't think I would have done it if I was frightened, but I guess um, I'll shoot arrows at him. It's a natural one and a sixteen. Okay, both will miss. Um, so you kind of see your friends in trouble, this thing attacking the dome, and you say, over here, uh, and you find a, an area sort of open in the trees, you let the arrow go, uh, but as soon as you kind of lock eyes, you know, so to speak, with this thing, uh, your, you know, just your gut kind of, oh my god, and you go to shoot and they go wide on both of them. You have movement and bonus action left. Okay. We'll say you're about 25 feet up into the um, tree. All right, I'm gonna just climb down the tree and stand behind the trunk of the tree. Okay, so that would have been movement is 30 feet. You still have a bonus action. If I'm you gonna want. hide. Okay, go, go ahead and roll a perception for me. Or stealth. Or stealth, yeah. 21. Nice. Great. Yeah. I can't move my token anymore. Okay. I'm going to move you like here. Is that where you'd be? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Basil, you're up. Shit! <laughs> Blake! And I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself, and that's my turn. Okay. Calden, that brings us to you. Um, Is the... Uh, monsters uh, armor class after spending a minute looking at this thing is it better than mine <laughs> is it better than mine yes it is better than yours <laughs> I mean it's more than 17 so that's good to know for everybody um, or 16 um, it's better than 17 I'll give that to you too oh cool yeah <laughs> Was that an action or a bonus action? It was neither. Um, I would have already known that based on the time spent, so I was just asking the DM okay. before I started. 
I don't think I'm gonna do anything. Um, do uh, when I look up, do I see that the arrows distracted him? Uh, Blake's arrows. Make a perception check for bonus action. It was cocked. Can I ever reroll? Yes. Worse, awesome. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dice never lie. Dice never lie. That's true. Um, that would be a twelve. Um, you look up and was at a disadvantage too. Um, that's still twelve. Okay. So you you look up and uh, just kind of seeing this thing's face, like maybe you know, fifteen feet away from you. You look up uh, and you saw arrows go off its peripheral, um, or in your peripheral but you're just kind of locked on it and you don't exactly know exact you you're not able to tell exactly what it notices or doesn't notice i don't, um, I don't. but the arrows were <clears throat> noticeable in front of its face so okay it it, it the, the arrows like went right in front of it so yeah is that it for you Kaladin? that's it okay erdo you're up i would like to as a bonus action cast spiritual weapon behind the creature and attack it okay um, that's, that's, I don't think you can cast magic outside of the tiny hut. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Oh. You can cast <laughs> it inside the tiny hut and then move it yes, out. That, actually, that is my thought right nope. now. Well, I think it would have had to have been up when you cast the tiny hut. Well, that's an object, though. I don't know how that works. Oh, it, magic cannot pass through the tiny hut, so no. Josh is our tiny hut expert. He's done all the research this we, week. We did quite a bit of reading and studying and, yeah. Oh, God, this is hot. Such a small hole. Let's see. Uh, or it was all magic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I am going to ready my action for a um, flaming sphere if an opportunity might arise somehow. Is it like a, mechanically, is it above us? So like if, if he steps out and steps back in, is that moving towards the creature at any point? If he steps out and back and goes back in, yeah. Uh, yeah, none of you can end in a square or go to a square that's closer than where you currently are. Well, yeah, so same turn. Let, like, let's say he's just at the edge of the tiny hut, steps no. out, does something, steps back in. Correct. Can't do that? No, you're moving toward it. You could, the rules read in line of sight, so you could put your hand over your eyes if you wanted nice. and, and go. So you could bl- but, like but close your eyes. Yeah, you'd have to, but then I would say look I up like the condition it. for blinded, and that's the new rules that apply to you. I'm pretty sure it's just disadvantage. You accidentally completely step outside of the sphere. Wait, <laughs> oh, yeah. you have to. No, I think is, that is that is my turn. That is right. what I would do. Is being scared just okay. uh, uh, last for a round for how many rounds? You get to. Oh, oh we need to. Uh, I think you guys get an opportunity to save against it at the beginning of your turn. Let me let me look at that for you guys real quick. No, I, I think you get to <coughs> save against it. At the end, my uh, my turn is this readying my action, so I'm pulling out. I think Blake goes next. Oh, yeah, Blake then. Well, who has the higher dex modifier? We're the same. Okay, 
Uh, we'll, we'll go Blake and then Finn. Um, Um, a creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of its turns. Okay, so uh, Basil, Kaladin, Erdo, you guys can re-roll re to not be frightened. Nope, natural one. Can I do that? Frightened, uh, at the end of this, at the end of the but turn I right now. I already had a turn <laughs> where I became frightened. Yeah, go ahead. 15. Uh, fail. 13 again. Fail. It's also a disadvantage. Um, I don't think a saving throw is an ability check, so you would not roll that at disadvantage. Good to know. I mean, if it is or isn't, I, I think that's crazy, so I'm going to leave it as that. All right, Blake, your turn. Um, yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna run. Are you hidden right now? Five, ten, thirty. I'm gonna um. I'm gonna run down into this building down here. I'm okay. gonna use my action to get into the building. Okay. So double movement. And then I'm going to bonus. I can't move my token. Oh, my God. I'm going through the wall. And then I want to uh, bonus action hide arrows. again. There you go. Four, five, 30. I want to get inside that building. I don't know if I can, but I want to tuck into the corner there. Okay. We'll, then we'll say that you're there. I'm going to go ahead and roll perception for him. This is a disadvantage. Yep. All right, so it's an 18. Okay. Um, I got a 33, so he sees you. For his, oh no, it's um, Finn's turn. Already Viesa. Uh huh. That's it. Okay. So he will go. Oh. So, for his for its turn, <clears throat> it looks up and it looks uh, and it sees you sort of running around and kind of going inside of that uh, house. And then uh, those of you who are in the tiny hut, and it kind of goes up into the uh, air and just it lands on the ground with a lot of force and a lot of anger. Uh, the house that you're in, like you know, whatever, maybe like plaster or spackling or loose debris kind of like falls in on you and kind of gets in your hood and your hair. Um, and it is right outside uh, your, uh, yep. It's right outside your, uh, your, your house. Okay, uh, that brings us to, so that was its turn. Basil, you're up. 
shit! <laughs> Where is he? Um. How far away is it? I can't get. You wouldn't know. Battery's not working. I wouldn't know. No, it's dark out. You don't have light cast. What you can see is what you can see. I'm gonna shoot a crossbow towards the noise. Okay. That just happened. Okay. Roll an attack. I rolled a one and a two. Make a dexterity saving throw, Kaladin. He's literally shooting right at you. Disadvantage. Dex throw. Not, 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 not disadvantage. disadvantage. Just save. Whatever that first one was. Uh, roll to hit, um, Thomas. That was a roll to hit. That would be a 16. I'll roll again then. That's a lot better. With the crossbow? Mm -hmm. 20. Uh, roll damage and hit Kaladin. Shooting in the dark right at Kaladin. Thanks, dude. That's a six. Six points, six of, piercing points damage. of piercing damage. Ah! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Did I get it? Yeah, you, you got you got me. It is your turn, Kaladin. Um, so <laughs> I'm I'm a little taken aback because I just got shot in the back. Um, the creature can shoot crossbows. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna try to uh, wait. Take be before you do, give me a perception check. Okay. Caught. And it's a disadvantage. Fifteen. So you, this thing flies over the dome and lands. Now it is in between you, where you're in the dome, and Blake in this house. Its back is faced towards you now, and you realize that there is a slight bend on its back. You realize that if you were not frightened, you would feel pretty decent about being able to climb it. Just as a note. Now, what were you going to do? <laughs> it's big if. Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to try to shoot and distract it from where Blake is at. Okay. So I'm pulling out my uh, bow and arrow, mm -hmm. and I'm going to shoot twice. Okay. Both at disadvantage. Okay. Basil, I need you to try to save against being frightened again. 12. I forgot to do that. No, I didn't. I yeah, didn't. you too. I never rolled. Go ahead. Terrible. 12. Fail. <laughs> Fail. Not disadvantage. The, the first one misses. The second one is a 19. Misses. 19 misses, too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then that's... Uh, I'm going to bonus action stay visible. Um, so you I am going to step away from the creature and try to get in between uh, Erdo and Basil so I don't get shot in the ass again. That's a good idea. <laughs> good. So you um, get two arrows out and as best you can with your trying to keep your hands steady with this massive creature in front of you. You take a second, kind of study its structure and you, and you kind of realize what I shared earlier. Uh, but nonetheless, you try to shoot. Both of them go wide as your, as your hands just are not as still as they typically are. Uh, Erdo, that brings us to you. I would like to cast light. Okay, you can cast it in the hut. It does not go outside of the hut. Unless you leave the hut. You could 
step out and step back in backwards. Oh, actually, wait, no, that would take. That should be sideways. So you stay the same distance. No, he could go backwards if he's not looking at it. It's save. line of sight. But then he couldn't come back in. This is a wisdom saving throw? It's at the end of your turn. Yes. Okay. Yeah, wisdom save. That is a 15 plus 8. And which is pass, passes. Okay. You are not frightened. That is my turn. Alright, I just have to get a 23 with my minus 2 modifier. I still cast light upon myself. Okay. So what I'm actually going to do is just put a light in the tiny hut like that so you guys can see so basil you should be able to see now yep you can see in the hut okay erdo um so erdo takes his turn casts this light in the hut and there's like for those of you who are in the tiny hut illuminates and you guys are able to see a little bit more uh you're not in total uh darkness basil anymore um but more than anything erdo just kind of like closes his eyes takes a deep breath, centers himself, exhales, opens his eyes, and you guys look at him, and he just has, like, a new focus. He doesn't have the fear. He doesn't have, like, he's not afraid or frightened anymore of this creature. Uh, Blake, you're up. Um, would I be engaged with said creature? Or am I, don't I behind so. the wall? Yeah, you're behind the wall. All right, I'm going to act like I don't, I'm not seen still, and um, maybe move further into the building on this like opposite wall on the back side you're the other side of the building okay um so wait you want to be i want to get like not in the first corner that i was up there i want to be down at the bottom of the building so you want to be like here yes got it but i guess inside the building still yeah yeah i'll put you inside um southwest southeast corner and i'm gonna try to hide again okay go ahead Thirteen. Okay. Oh shit. Can I do so can I do an action? Uh-huh. Can I cast pass without a trace, please? Sure. And then that'd be a twenty-three. Okay. Alright. That's with your plus ten? Yeah, yeah I rolled, you rolled a, three. a thirteen. Oh. Um, Fen, you're up. I take a shot at the creature. Okay. Uh, disadvantage. Does 13 hit? It does not. Uh, give me a, both of you try to save against being frightened. 14. Miss. 10. Miss. Okay. Uh, that brings us to its turn. It's going to... down here um, so as it landed and you just kind of shift where you are in the house it uh, starts to kind of like slowly walk around the house and it peers its head down um, it's going to try to um, hit you with a claw make sure that it's reach reaches No, it's going to bite you. That's got a 15-foot reach. What? Are you any advantage for being inside the house while it's not inside of a house? You want to do what? Cutting AC 
ability increase or anything from uh, yeah we could inside. say we could say you're uh, half so plus two plus two to your because it's leaning down and it's going to shove its head inside um 23 to hit it hits okay. it saw me then when i hit it rolled a 30. uh perception perception is like its highest rolling a different dice <laughs> um, he rolls the D hundred. <laughs> um, so that's uh, twenty points of piercing damage, mm-hmm. and then another fourteen points of just this like decrepit negative sort of uh, energy damage that you're taking as it, as you get within its mouth. Um, let's roll strength saves because it's going to try to grapple you and pull you out by it, by uh, by its teeth. It's probably weak, guys. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Strength save. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a nine. Okay, I got a twelve. So it comes in and it grabs you, um, and it's gonna and it's gonna pull you out, uh, and it has you in its mouth, and yeah. you're you're being held up. All of you that are watching, you see this thing slowly creep around the building, and it reaches its head in, and you just hear like a quick snap, and then you guys look out, and Blake is in this thing's mouth. That was a 17 for my wisdom save. Still fails. Okay. Okay, Basil, you're up. Shit, I can't see anything. Erno, you look not frightened. And I'm going to cast invisibility at third level and do it on Erdo and Kaladin. So they both turn invisible. Okay. Is that it? Yep. Wisdom save. 11. Fail. Kaladin. Um, I'm going to come. Uh, do I know I'm invisible? <laughs> You're invisible! <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't move towards it. Um, I'm going to shoot. Is the um, moving towards it based off of the first initial distance away from it, or is it every time it moves, you can't move any closer to it? Right. Any closer to it. You can't you can't go closer to it ever, yeah. Um that's gonna be a nineteen to hit. Misses. You're okay. also no longer invisible. Oh I'm not? No. D- d- if I do shoot it, yeah, no, you're fine, do it. But that's what you would do. Yeah, okay. And then a um seventeen to hit, so misses, yeah. Um Mechan- mechanically wait, 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 okay, so the first one's 19, second 17. I'm going to add um, to the first one, it'll be 25 to hit. Uh, that hits. That hits. And the second one will be 21 to hit. Uh, misses. Misses. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that first one, um, you can roll damage. I'm going to roll damage, um, and that will be six. So 17 points. Thir- uh, no, 19 points of damage. And I'm trying. The point of the arrow is not to really damage it, but to try to distract it from what's. I'm I'm aiming for its like head area where I see Blake in his mouth. Okay. Do you see the green um, token bar beneath its 
you see how it moved from 100% to like 99? That's the damage. I applied the damage. Okay, just, cool. just for No, I got context. it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm aware that nothing will do, actually. But I like it. So um, you take a shot, and though you're still frightened, um, you're able to just kind of like re- like release your shoulders just for a second. And as your shoulders are dropping, they get just to the right spot, and you feel good about the shot. And you let it go. And it hits right in its cheek, really close uh, to where Blake is. It doesn't hit Blake. Uh, but nails it right in the cheek. <laughs> Takes just that little bit of damage. It comes across more like it, it didn't hurt it. It just frustrated it, if that makes sense. Kaladin, okay. um, wisdom saved from you. Natural 20. Thank God. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's technically, that. well, what's the, with your, with your, what's your bonus for wisdom? It's like 24. Okay, yeah. So then okay. you, you you save. So Kaladin is no longer frightened. Erdo, you're up. Erdo would like to step outside of the sphere. Go for it. Towards the house. Okay. What, what can I see now? Can I Everything that you could see before. But I have light outside of the sphere. Uh oh, because it's on you. So let me let me give it to you. But it's invisible light. There you go. Or do I like to walk to the other end of the sphere and sphere, sphere and poke his head out? Okay, there we go. <laughs> so that was 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You still have five feet of movement, your action bonus action. Yes, that is much more terrifying. Um, <laughs> let's see. I am invisible. I don't know I am, that you... But I am casting light. Yeah, so, so the... I mean, I don't know how that works, so we could just say that, yes, you're invisible, but there's like a, so, a it's like a floating flashlight, invisible flashlight. So I do not actually cast light on Erdo. I, oh. I use my candlesticks. Okay. So can I throw a candlestick? Sure. Where do you want to throw but You know what? I think I am just going to wave the candlestick around. Okay. Remember that scene in Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where Ian Malcolm <laughs> tries to get the T-Rex's attention. Yes. You talking about the little the little park in Ballasfire? Yes. Where the dinosaurs attack? Yes. Got it. Yes. yes. That is what I am doing. I am waving my candlestick around. So we'll say that you, you casted it on something else. Because I don't know that a candlestick would do 40 feet of light, right? It is a bright candlestick. Yeah, good. <laughs> it is 300 you lumens. You cast light on the candlestick. <laughs> 300 lumen LED. Okay, good. Yes. Um, and then I would like to just leave the candlestick sticking in the ground and it, use my last five feet. This of one right movement. here? Yes. Or the one where you are? Where I am currently. Okay. So I'm going to turn light off of you and put light there. That is fine. Yes. And use my last five feet to get back into safety of the hut. So do that. Okay. And then Erdo has no light. Okay. So light is now coming out of the ground right there for those of you who need to see. Uh, that brings us to Blake. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to try to get out of this thing's mouth hole. Okay. Let's roll strength checks. Okay. <laughs> 14. 28. Sounds about right. Um, well, then... Um, 
for my action, I'm going to. What's my condition? Just grappled in his mouth hole? Grappled and frightened. <laughs> grappled and frightened. Alright, so I'm gonna pull out my short swords. Stab it. Stab it. And I'm just gonna try to stab it in its. Well, was that my action to try to break the grapple? Yes. Alright. Was that its opportunity attack to try to hold the grapple? A reaction to that? I don't think so. It's just a. So he doesn't have to waste an action to do it, but I do. Perfect. Alright, I'm gonna. Um, I'm just going to play dead. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and I'm going to go limp in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ever have a limp noodle in your mouth, big dragon man? Here it comes. Okay. Uh, does that bring us to Finn? Yes. I'll break my hide. My, oh, my you fear. can break your fear, yeah. Oh, that's not going to do it. These dice from Wolfpack are really good at rolling no low numbers. If you ever needed some dice to roll stop, low numbers. Stop. <laughs> I, st I step out. Become our supporter. We speak highly. I step out and take another shot at the creature. Okay. Oh, oh you natural 20 out. from our first, even though it's a disadvantage. Yes. Uh, 24 to hit. 24 with disadvantage. Yeah. Nice. I had a 20 the His first, first time. And great. the second one was what? A 16. Nice. So plus 8. Nice. You got it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. And this Man. is, I get sneak attack, right? You. He's got a limp noodle in his mouth. He's, he's engaged with Blake. Yeah, I suppose he is. <laughs> he is. I, it's, it's a interesting situation when somebody <laughs> says I played dead. But yeah, I suppose he would be within, yeah. All right. So we have... 10, 18, 19 plus 5. As long as I'm not incapacitated, five. I'm not technically. 19 plus 5. 23, uh, 24. If he spits you out, it's an opportunity attack. <laughs> Hang on a second. And I okay, go ahead. 24 and I, and I, and I. 24 points of damage. Yeah, and I growl at it. And then I go back. <laughs> 24. Now I'm frightened <laughs> of two things. <laughs> I'm rolling. I'm rolling for my wisdom save. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Nice. You guys are putting dents in that in that <laughs> bar at the bottom. Okay. Um. So you you step out for a second, um, and uh, you kind of look at this thing, and you take a you take an extra second to like really focus on it, because uh, you know that. Uh, this thing is like freaking you out. You've never seen anything like this. It's huge. It has your friend in its mouth. Uh, and as you look, you see Blake just kind of like go limp. You don't know what that means, but um, you just kind of stare at it for a minute. You find your perfect shot. You line it up and it hits uh, right in its uh, side near its rib cage. Um, and then you take the shot. You feel good about it and you get back in it. Does it make a noise? The creature? All right, this it brings it to this thing's turn. Oh, come on, drop it, drop it. Um, Grace of the gods, look favorably on us. It's scared, it's frightened <laughs> due to Finn's <laughs> growl. That's what I Look at that 1,000 lumen candle on the ground. <laughs> okay. 
it's going to take another uh, bite attack with you in its mouth. Uh, does a 19 hit? I mean, yep. it, it hits you in its mouth. Um, oh, 19 does hit, yes. Um, so it begins to... Um, it uses its tongue and pushes you right uh, behind its like back teeth, uh, and you feel yourself move in its mouth, Ugh. and it gets you right on top of of like the point of one of its teeth, and your right arm is uh, right at the pinnacle of its back sort of molar, uh, and it starts to bite down, and it comes, and all of a sudden you just feel your right arm, your right arm just go crack, uh, and your your whole right arm just pops and immediately from your elbow down just goes numb um, and right as it begins to open its mouth it pauses for a minute and it uses its tongue uh, to grab you from the back of your uh, of its mouth and spit you out on the ground um, you take another oh well from the bite you take 19 points of damage and from the fall you take 5 points of damage as it uh, throws you on the ground uh as you're laying there, uh, and those of you who can see that far, you would see that um, Blake's arm does not bend like it should from the bicep. It's it's uh, his bone that you guys had seen before, which has more of like a gray titanium kind of look with runes sort of etched on it, and his arm goes backwards the other direction. Uh, he's laying on the ground there, covered in saliva and spit. There's just this, this, this thing looks at you, and it has this spit coming out of its mouth, and its eyes get closer and closer and closer to you, uh, and it just stares at you, and its pupils, uh, though his whole, all of its eyes are just this like dark black, uh, it seems like the pupils kind of restrict a little bit as it looks at you. Um, would you be looking at it, or would you keep nope. your eyes closed? I'm dead. You are dead. Like you hit zero hit points. No. Oh. Okay, so you just Playing keep your eyes closed. Sure. Yeah. Ugh. So ah! As, it, as it breaks shit. your arm, it gets closer, yeah. uh, and it's looking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it looks back up, uh, and it sets its eyes on the tiny hut. Uh, that is its turn. Actually, let me see one more thing really quick. He turns, and then he farts <laughs> right on you. Like <laughs> and blows you another fifteen feet. <laughs> that will be thirty points of flatulent damage. <laughs> when it does look at you, uh, it's looking down at Blake and kind of studying, like a the broken uh, Blake on the ground. It doesn't pick its head, like lift its elevation off of the ground. It keeps at the same distance from Blake, but it like looks up. So the bottom of its chin is probably still only five or ten feet away from you. Um, Basil, you're up. He can't do anything. <laughs> Blake! Guys! Help him! And I'll just pull out a crossbow and try to shoot the creature. Disadvantage, yep. <laughs> That's a natural one. Okay. Oh, 19. Go ahead and roll uh, your wisdom save. Buddy. <laughs> Oh, so I rolled a 19, but minus two is 17. Okay, missing. Oh, doesn't save. Sorry. 
Uh, this is and doesn't save. Good, good. He needed Kaladin to roll over a twenty, and you can't physically. But do I that. don't hit anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it to him if he got a natural, and you do not hit. Okay, Kaladin, you're up. You have two percent chance. Five percent um, chance. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. Um, I'm not gonna move. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I think you're still frightened. Is that right? I'm not frightened. Okay. What am I gonna do? I'm going to. Be right where I am. Oh, he would have dropped you right below him. Yeah, you're on him still. I'm gonna pop two shots at him. <laughs> nope. Uh, 19 misses. Plus six, so 25 to hit. Hits. Um. So that would be 10 plus 6. So 16 points of damage. And obviously the point to distract. <clears throat> okay. Well done. Just for clarification purposes, this monster would be considered bigger than large, correct? Yes. Gigantic. <laughs> okay, I just, yes. just confirming yep. my options here. Um, so you pull the, the two out and you see, um, you know, Blake who is limp get thrown on the ground uh, and you notice that his arm is broken and you actually see his bone coming out of his bicep um, and he's just laying there limp on the ground and this creature looks up and right as you look up, right as it looks up you have an arrow timed perfectly so as its head is coming up the arrow just meets it right hits its forehead falls uh, right down does some damage um, but your arrow is like laying on the ground a couple feet away from, from Blake nice Erdo you're up I see Blake. I would like to know, does Erdo recognize if Blake is truly alive or if he is falsely alive? You want to make a medicine check? Oh. Oh, I'm not Nine. Um, it's hard to tell. I am still invisible, yes? Yes. Yes. I am going to use all of my action to run over to where Blake is. Right to where they are. No. Shit! Erdo! Erdo getting closer. Can I now tell if Blake is alive? <laughs> So how far do you want to be away? Uh, as far as I can tell until I can tell whether or not Blake is okay. Um, I would hit him with like the Sandlot, the kid fake drowning to kiss the lifeguard scene here. I would be like, I would fake dead to the monster, but I look to my guys and be like, give, <laughs> give him a good wink. That would be my intention. I want them to know that I'm still alive, but I'm not for the monster's sake. I'm solid dead. So you run up and you see Blake kind of, uh, his head is like on the ground. 
uh, and he like looks up at you and gives you like a like a, 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 a like a you know some sort of wink tell that he's still alive um, and then closes his eyes again. Odo realizes the predicament he has gotten himself in and begins to run back towards the bubble. Okay, before you do. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and let me think about this. I'm going to use a legendary action. Sure. And look at my oh, He ran that close. Yeah, oh. he ran underneath it. Oh. How many feet did you go? I, I am bonus dashing, I think. I was I was 30 feet total. I was 30? Yes. So you won't be within... Let's see, I need... Will you be within 15 feet of him when you end? No, because no. you get no, another. No, no, no. All right, then I'll just take a reaction. <clears throat> you can bonus action dash? No, I'm using my action to dash. Unless I can't. He's using his movement and then his action. I ruled that checks are bonus actions. So your medicine check was the bonus. You can move and dash. Yep. Okay. Then I'm running back. Okay. So I used an action, bonus action. And movement. And movement. Okay. And I allowed Blake to give a tell. So I run Out right turn. back to my exact same spot. Okay. Um, does a 27 hit? Oh. It does. I, uh, warding flare. I still have reaction. Um, oh. He saves. He saves? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, a 27 hits. Like automatically? Mm -hmm. um, you take 17 points of slashing damage. Or, yeah, 17 <laughs> points of slashing damage. Are you back in the uh, hut? Absolutely. That's good. Anthony is making a very clear point. We were never intended to engage this creature. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, check Discord. I said it. Um, that's Erdo. Blake, you're up. Um, yeah. So... I'm going to... Um, Notice that he's looking at Erdo, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna get up. Mm -hmm. It's 15 feet of movement. And it's 15 feet of movement just to get up. Prone to standing is half Fuck. of yeah, half of movement. Mind. Mind. Oh yeah! Fuck this guy! I'm gonna stand up. And I'm gonna bonus action disengage. I'm gonna run 15 feet, puts me right there. Mm -hmm. And then for my action, I'm gonna run the rest of it and dive headfirst into the dome. 45 okay. feet. So wait, you stand up for 15. Uh huh. You bonus action dash for 45. Bonus action disengage. Bonus action disengage. The creature. Yep. And then ruse my other movement 15. And then my for my action, I'm gonna fit 30 feet run and dive into the dome. Okay. So as it looks up at Erdo and with its left claw reaches out and slashes against uh, Erdo, mm -hmm. right as Erdo casts Warning Flare and that light goes off, you, you realize this is the only 
possible moment I have, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna take the chance. So you stand up with your left arm, mm -hmm. your your uh, right arm, which was crooked, just falls. Then you have this like lapse of skin in between mm -hmm. your you know the bone at the by your bicep and your forearm, mm -hmm. uh, and it's just and as you're running, you can't actually move this one. Your mm -hmm. your right arm is, um, but right as the flash goes off or the the fire, the 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 sort of sacred um, flame, so to speak, that came from Erdo, by the time it sort of resides. Um, you are halfway mm -hmm. uh, to the tiny hut, and this thing like looks down and sees you running, and you slide in like you're sliding home in a you know uh, baseball yes. game or something. You slide right into the tiny hut. Mm -hmm. uh. Give me a wisdom save to see if you're frightened anymore. Natural one. Hey. I'm terrified. <laughs> Finn, you're up. As as you should be after that. Move that token, please. I can't. I'm not allowed to move my own tokens. Doesn't work. Move that token. Move that token. I feel much better. Oh. Wow. I, I just, I don't do anything. Okay. Um, roll a wisdom save. No. All right, this thing. As it sees you running into the hut, it lifts its head up and it opens its mouth and deep within its throat, the same I was in there. negative energy um, that was being shot out by those creatures earlier this day in the same village when it would uh, hit you guys. You guys see that same sort of energy, just this negative kind of like black hole looking, just collapsing on itself, billowing up in the back of its throat this deep bass uh, and then all over this 90 foot cone all you guys can see in the top in the tiny hut is just this black black with purple kind of streaks coursing all over like a you know think of like a spaceship coming back into the atmosphere as the flames are just you know uh, kind of streaking over the the, the uh, shuttle uh, you guys the, the tiny hut itself begins to glow red, like, and then a deep red. And it looks like tiny hut is taking every single possible thing that it has to ward it off. Inside, even though tiny hut uh, kind of preserves the atmosphere, it's still starting to get a little bit warm. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's gone. And you guys, as you look, this thing... this thing as the tiny hut's color returns to its sort of uh, greenish color that Basil initially set for it. And uh, as it begins to kind of uh, come back to its normal hue, you see this creature fly off and it becomes smaller and smaller uh, into 
to the distance. What are you guys doing? Blake! Are you... Holy shit! What is... Fuck! (laughs) This is why you stand right next to me when I cast Tiny Hat. I don't want to lose another... I was by the when you cast it. I'm just going to grab his non-broken arm uh-huh. and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Um, so that is... <laughs> I like how calmly after losing an arm, he just said, that is I eight, was in the tiny Eight hat. points of healing. <laughs> what, what, what was that? I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think those are the that that would be a fruit of our of real seams labor. It appears. Um, the, that, fle- the flesh on your arm is completely missing. May I please take uh, rubbings of the runes? Yeah, yeah. Do you while think it you could just? Can you, <laughs> what can, an opportunity! Can you just can you just take? I love that. Take the bottom half of my arm. I mean, it's not gonna. I don't think this is gonna work anymore. Can you just? Can we heal it? Cut it off. We should heal it. Just cut it off. You cannot you heal what is not there. Just yeah, just cut it off. He's got a bone and a bone. Yeah, just cut. So just, the bottom, just cut the bottom the, half more and more. The bottom yeah. half is there. It's just not connect. It's only connected by it's some bro- sinew. It's broken. Yeah. 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 So we can heal that, right? Just cut it off. In theory, bones heal. Oh, it to it just takes some time. You would need. You would need to put a splint right. on it probably cool. and, and set it properly. Right. Thanks. Takes off. Uh, can you, you just, yeah, just heal the nub? Wait, what? No. If what? you do that, just mechanically, you'll never be able to use a two-handed weapon. I know exactly what I'm, what I would do. Yeah. What about the arrow? Before that happens, Basil's gonna say, "What the fuck are you doing? You can heal. You that. can heal your arm. Stop. Uh, I blew it off. Thanks. Appreciate it. Can you? To take rubbings of the runes. Oh, I so you're bleeding I now. Cast burning hands and cauterize the wound. Cauterize. Ah, uh, thanks. I am sorry for your loss, but uh, I am appreciative thanks. for my gain. Uh, what can, is wrong with you guys? Can, Why would you do that? Can you two help me understand what just happened? I'm pretty sure that could heal if we just splint it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never had my arm fall off before, and it. Guess who can't <laughs> shoot a bow and arrow now? Yeah, that'd probably be a little difficult, I think. I can still shoot a bow and arrow. This is not a concern. It's not. Erdo, I swear, can get you s- with can the you conversation. S- <laughs> We're clearly talking about Blake. I, I now have three arms. Blake, can, can you, you can, can you cauterize, like just burn off the flesh of that so we can see the bones? Uh, so yes. We can use those for later? Yes. Thanks. So Sorry, I'll point with this hand. Just to be clear, <laughs> you made the decision to lose your right hand. I didn't make the decision. The dragon thing that bit my arm in half did. You can, no, I no. said you can splint, you can splint it, it and heal it. He just said that. I said oh, no, you this could, makes for a funner story time. I'm just... Ah! Before we get too far into the story, I would be willing to go back if you didn't hear me say that and stop the podcast here and go back because you're losing your right hand. Yeah, but you, there's like mechanics are, for this. We can find something that I can put on and... There's some dwarfs and shit that form stuff. Sounds we'll good. We'll be fine. There's magic in this world. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know that magic, Blake. We'll figure it out. Do you, Erdo? I have not seen this magic before. It's fucking this, impossible. This is tinkering. Uh, 
I am sure someone could. Do I'm this. a tinkerer, and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I thought you were a singer. Yeah, you sing. I like to tinker. It's a hobby. I can have multiple hobbies. Fuck. Shit. Why? Guys, that was really scary for me. It's okay. So you guys be all right. When you guys get back in, um, Blake and Erdo have a conversation about removing the forearm on Blake's right arm. And Erdo pulls it off, cuts at the sinew. There is still some flesh it. on here. I could return it, but once it is burned off, it is irreversible. On the hand that's in your hand? Yes, on the arm that's in my arm. Yeah. Yeah, just, I want to... It's really hard to like go somewhere and be like, hey, have you seen titanium bones? And they're like, I don't know what that means, dude. And I'm like, well, I have titanium bones. And like, well, show me. But now I can just like pull out a arm and be like, here it is. This was part of this. And then we can find Praxis better. Would like what will you do with one arm when you find Praxis? To burn the remaining flesh. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not concerned. We can, there's... I think there are other ways to find Praxis. There's people here that made a portal that people can travel through. I'm sure they can make a fake hand for me. You're still operating on a lot of assumptions when we know that we could just splint your arm and you'd be fine. Would Basil know? What's the turnaround time on that? I could walk around with a fake arm for like six to eight weeks, I or mean, I can go to Cogstick and have them put a... Between splinting and magic healing, I think we're going to be okay. You ripped that thing off. That There's no going back. We yeah. can put a permanent crossbow on your arm. That'd be dope. That would be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Or we can like. Decision has been. All made. we need is like a little bit of pincher, so I can just hold the arrow and pinch it, right? <laughs> and then just pull back and let go, let let go of the pincher somehow. I had a little bit of pincher. Like a claw. I just need a little pin. claw that I can just. I like it. Yeah, we could find that. That's the easy mechanical stuff. It's like claw people all the time. Cool. Your definition of easy is. I don't understand it. Does Basil know of anything in, like, does he know anything about the School of Magic in Aramistus, or um, would he know of anything mechanically that's, like, advanced healing or something that could get Blake's arm back? Mm -mm. No. The only thing that could do that is Rejuvenate, which is a 7th level spell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds not, like an energy drink. Just yet. I'm a 7th level bard. Good. So you have access to fourth level spells. Rejuvenate. All right. Well, I pull up my bedroll. 2023. You can expect Blake to have his arm back if he's still alive. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go get this comfortable in a tree up there to go to sleep. Just kidding, guys. I'm going to sleep right here tonight. I'm just going to stay you, right here. You do whatever you want to do, Blake. I take a bedroll out and I lay down. You guys get a long rest. Odo is going to put seven spell slots into the portal. Okay. And yes, I will take a long rest. Okay. Uh, you guys wake up next morning. Do you drop Tiny Hut? Nope. Never drop Tiny Hut. For those of you who leave Tiny Hut, when you walk out, you notice that when you're in the Tiny Hut, the, the cobbled ground is as you would expect. The area around it, um, 
basically starting from where that creature was all the way out 90 feet in a cone shape. The ground has this like deep green decaying kind of uh, characteristic to the cobble, everything. And even the, the house behind you guys uh, has this like decaying deep green uh, kind of characteristic to it. But only where that creature shot that cone. Erdo would like to take one of his vials and cast Mage Hand and pick up some of this green dust on the floor and put it in the vial for further review. How about you find a couple, like, loose debris that has it on it? It's not dust per se, it's like the what, stuff itself. Whatever can fit in a vial, yes. Pebbles, okay. rocks. Okay. So you find, like, uh, some loose rocks, uh, sediments, and you kind of crush them up a bit. Yes. And you can get it in a vial. My intention is to check on this daily to see its progression. Okay. What are the rest of y'all doing? Um, I walk out and look towards where we left our horses. Are they still there? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> With integrity, would you have tied them up? Always. Always. I would okay. never not tie my horse. Uh, then... Yeah, we'll say that the, like, whatever it is that you tied them to is bent, you know, with them pulling, mm-hmm. scared shitless. Um, but they're still there. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's some rope burn on their skin because they were trying so hard to get out of the... So I just walk up to my horse and start, you know, petting down the long of its neck, calm it down yep. here. Um, I mount my horse Okay. Um, and just kind of angle myself and look over and just say, shall we proceed? The fuck? Proceed? Wait. I'm still in the tiny hut. Is it even safe? We still want to we still we still want to go fight these things? We're gonna uh, go to the epicenter of the things? Blake, I have no intention of fighting that. I mean I think that's what's there though. That's what we got reports back that mm-hmm. if this is one of the things that are there and there's multiple of these things. I don't know. We I don't mean, know if there's multiple, but we also don't have to um, scream at it and shoot arrows. There are probably other ways to engage it. So, yeah, I just was concerned for your guys' safety. I was just trying to end myself. I was in a fucking tree. I wasn't in a dome that was protected. So I was just trying to like maybe get its attention to get him away from you guys that it was attacking, and then try to get myself in the dome. Um, I'm also concerned for your safety. That's why I'm still in the tiny hut. And and Basil's in the hut still. <laughs> it does not seem that the creature is outside. It didn't seem that way when it showed up. We heard it coming, though, Basil. You were sleeping. It was clear as day that it was coming. You heard, like, flapping of wings and then the noise. So if you hear that noise, you run. We just know that. If you hear that noise and maybe some flapping of some wings, we just we hide. We cast Tiny Hut immediately, 10 minutes from now, and we <laughs> hide in it. Oh, no. I would burn an action for that one. Oh, you can do it faster? One minute. Oh, excellent. <laughs> one minute. <laughs> so if we hear it, hopefully it's a minute away. Or we go hide somewhere where we can buy ourselves some time before you can cast a hut. That thing was that thing was m- mean. We have enough arms. We can fight it nine more times, without any 
That's substantial true. loss. Yes. If it just takes an arm every time, then we do have nine moors. Yes. Gets involved in feats, then we have ten moors of those too. The Let's be clear, Erdo. That's nineteen. Comedy limbs. is not your profession. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. If I look upon the markings on Blake's uh, bone. Is it writing or is it just diagrams? I do not recall. It's a lot of diagrams. Okay. Yeah. The only writings would be like variables, equations, things like that. Can I take a look at them? Solve for X. Yeah. Like study them intently. Solve for X. <laughs> <laughs> um, do some calculus. You want to, what are you trying to do? Just like look at them and try to remember when this happened. What it was like to have an arm. Um... What it was like to have <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, so you um, take a minute. Uh, you grab that bone. Did you guys take the skin off, or is, it, is there still skin on it? I think I burned everything off of it, yes. Yeah, it's just bone. Okay, so you just have your skeletal... I guess it'd be multiple bones. They probably wouldn't be connected if the ligaments and everything got burnt off. And your your hand as well. Yeah, there's a lot of bones in that, I would assume. Okay. Bunch of little knuckles floating around. You notice that the majority of the um, uh, the sort of runes, are, they're not runes, they're more like sketchings and, and diagrams and, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, the majority of them are sort of on, like, the forearm. Mm-hmm. Um as you look at them, you begin to uh, really try to like remember and, and know exactly where it is that you, uh, like, wh- what is this? What do these mean? Give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Just start rolling a different dice. Put Seven. it in dice, jail. What is it? Seven. Seven. So as you do, um, you begin to realize, like, your, your, your mind begins to just sort of unfold a little bit, kind of piece by piece. Um, you start to see certain images kind of in your mind. You start to see different images kind of uh, come into like existence. Um, you are having a hard time seeing exactly what it is because most of your vision is kind of blurry. Um, but you, you, you kind of see your eyelids open a little bit at a time, kind of blink. Um, you go to move your hands, but they're kind of fastened to something. You're laying on your back. You look up and you see uh, sort of like a ceiling um, etched sort of like in these different tiles, kind of. Um, your eyes are still pretty blurry. You're not able to see all that well. You kind of look down as far as you can. Uh, you hear some voices, and they're starting to talk about uh, there's two voices going back and forth, a man and a woman, and they're talking about um, trajectory, velocity, they're talking about aerodynamics, uh, they're talking about making adjustments, uh, they're talking about accounting for the wind, um, and one of them starts kind of giving off a couple equations, and you hear the other one start to kind of like argue about it, uh, and then they come to this moment where there's an agreement, and the one kind of walks up to you, and you go to move your head, but your head is sort of fastened down too, uh, and there's this strange utensil uh, in their hand, that they go down to your arm uh, and they'd start to like etch and you feel this really, really sharp pain, uh, like basically dig into your bones uh, as they start to like make corrections and start to etch onto your bones. 
um, and uh, as the as the pain begins to like kind of shoot up your arm, it goes into your chest. You feel it in your your heart. Your heart begins to race. Uh, the the pain just begins to grow and grow and grow. Uh, and before you can kind of uh, take it all in, you're kind of you come back and you're um, back uh, with the group uh, at the in the in the little village. So as far as I can tell, X is 42. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's trajectory patterns and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. You were not paying attention. No. No, I was I was thinking back to when this happened. Ah. Yeah. Some guy was talking to some hot girl about it. They were doing some maths. That is very interesting. Who yeah. were these people? I, I, don't, I don't know. What race we'll were they? find out. Do you know what race they were? Mm-mm. Humanoid, for sure. I don't know the specific race, but... That is very interesting. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with your finger bones? I'll keep them. I'll keep them in my, little, my pack, my bag, if you don't mind. Yes. Yeah. May I have one? Yeah, for sure. You pick whatever finger you want. <laughs> Anybody else want to hold a finger of mine? To remember me by? We can make necklaces and stuff for it. Erdo gives friend, the finger bones back bracelets. to Yeah, like you, you can have one and you can have one and it'll just complete my finger. Thanks, Erdo, for that. Anything else you guys want to do in the morning before you take off? Uh, I'm going to cast Sending to my mom. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to say? Hi, hi, Mom. Um... What's it? What's it like in Willow Hills right now? Um. Yeah. Are are, are the cabbages good? I, lo I love you. <laughs> and you hear back in your head. Basil, baby. Um, I don't know why you're crying, but good news. We decided to take a surprise trip and go to Ariston to see you. We are only a couple days away from this city, and we'll... And that's what you hear. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um... You said again? <laughs> two, two third-level spells? Shit! Guys! I'm still in the tiny hut, by the way, so you can't see me, but you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he wants? He's in there by himself again. He keeps telling us he's in the hut. Now he's like... Yelling at us from inside the hut. I believe he is tinkering. Guys! He's tinkering in there? I think you, he is tinkering. You think he's trying to make a hand for me? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you. Um, if, yes, I could try, but it's not gonna... It won't work. What's up, man? What are you... So, I haven't... I don't know. I, you probably don't know this, but, um, well, so my mom, yeah, she thinks I'm just in Ariston, uh, working for, you know, the man doing halfling things. Um, and they're going to visit me at the moment. Um, they, they don't, they don't know about the, the looming plane or me joining this group or where I am or anything um you thought the dragon was bad uh trust me 
rosy cabbage maker is worse. <laughs> Did you get a new set of dice out for me? Yes. That is so you can not roll bad. So your mom's coming to Ariston? Well, last time I checked a map, I don't think we're close to Ariston. We're so on the way there. It's a on the way. Okay, is it like on the way as in like three days? Because no. that's how far they're out from Ariston. It's going to be, I could maybe give it like a day or so. I mean, you should probably tell your mom that you're not going to be there. Tell her to come to Westline. That's where we're going. Probably not I a good idea. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> tell her to come to Westline. Mm. I hear it's beautiful this time of year. We're, uh, we're, we're tallying up Blake's good ideas for the day, so we're add that to the list. I'm going to cast Sending to my dad. Okay. Uh, hey, Dad. Sam, um, don't be mad, but... <laughs> I am not in Ariston right now. But you and Mum should really go back to Willow Hills. That's probably about what you get. Would you tell him you're not in Ariston, go back to Willow Hills? Um, you hear back. Basil, um, what do you mean you're not in Ariston? We already got our tavern and room and spent our vacation money on seeing you. This was our surprise. All of the cabbage sales went for this trip. <laughs> Did he take your advice on not coming? No! Oh. They spent all of their cabbage sales on coming to visit me in Ariston. <laughs> I am so royally fucked. That's when ha that's what happens when Kaladin hooks up. <laughs> royally fucked. <laughs> That actually is the episode title. <laughs> Royally fucked. Put an asterisk for the U. Um, oh, I'm not sending anyone to them anymore. Does this mean we do not get to try the cabbage because they sold all the cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> ben, that's a great point, but not a good time. I mean, uh, if anything could heal my arm, it would be that cabbage that you keep talking about, I would assume. Another great point. <laughs> so you're, you're saying we should go to Willow Hills? No. They're not going to be there. They're not there. So you're saying we should go to Ariston? Yeah, we'll get there eventually. We're on our <laughs> way there. Straight. No. Nope. A little detour. We're going to stop off in West Lehigh and fight some more of these dragon things, mm. and then we're going <laughs> to head home. The first part's true. The second part is <laughs> not true. <laughs> We're going to stop off in West Lehigh, and then we're going to go to Ar Ariston. 
And then depending on how many arrows Blake shoots at random monsters will determine our engagement, I would imagine. Probably not going to be many since I can't really hold an arrow right can't now. Can't fucking shoot an arrow. <laughs> it's true. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Just hop um, on your horse, Basil. Let's get on our horse. Oh, so it's... Uh, you, mm, mm, mm. We can think about it as you ride. I am going to use my last third level spell and cast sending to my mom. Okay. Hey, mom. Sorry for not telling you about um, where I am. How long will you be in Ariston? I won't be back soon. <laughs> I won't be back soon? Basil, baby, pick a channel. Me or your dad, which is it that you want to talk to? It's hard to have a conversation when you keep going back and forth from him to me. But, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be there for like a week or two. I mean, how long did they say they were staying? <laughs> it does, I'm going to walk out of the tiny hut just pissed. <laughs> You're going to take a piss? No, I'm going to walk out of the tiny hut just I, pissed. I'm going to watch him walk out and be like, oh, I've never seen him that mad before. <laughs> It's he looks very good. It's an angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, on the plus side, if I choose to leave, at least Blake can't shoot me from far away. Yeah, but we can't say the Positive. same. Positive. <laughs> Positive. Really now, you're, now you're looking at the brighter side of this. <laughs> very good point. You can leave the scene at any moment right now. As long as I can't get to you with the sword, you're pretty much good. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh my gosh, yes. Man, if only that other guy would have stayed around that over the night. He might be alive still. Dizzle. Dizzle drop. Dizzledorf. Otto is going to flip through Dizzledorf's book to see what he had written about that large creature that we just encountered. You flip through the pages and there's there's nothing in there about that. Otto is going creature. to look through his other books and see if the diagrams from Blake's arm are would you like to do that while you guys are on the road? Do you want to get on the road yes, to do that? Or Odo do you want to? would like to spend time reading his books. Okay. Um, so we'll get to all you guys here in a second. But uh, Erdo, for you, um, you kind of pull out your notebook and you're kind of looking back over everything that you guys have done. Uh, you remember back in Ainora, you took a, uh, uh, you did like a rubbing of the shield um, from those creatures. Um, you took notes of. Um, I think you took some notes from Prezel's lab, like all these different places, and you see something on your one of the like earlier pages compared to a more recent page. You notice that the, um, as best you can tell with your handwriting, when you guys were in the first field in those caves, you guys stayed the night just before fighting Real Seam in this like little sacrificial worship area, and on the back wall there was a uh, symbol uh, painted with blood. And you look at that and you kind of flip forward a couple pages and you also sketch the sigil that was in Norlorn's uh, in the outside courtyard where you guys murked that guy uh, by himself in that room with all the candles. You look at the one and then you look at the other. And though your sketches aren't perfect, you realize that the two symbols are the same. Um, so you notice that. My sketches are impeccable. 
That's what I said. These symbols look the same. Erdo says to himself. <laughs> hey, hey, Fen. What? Um, Erdo, what's Erdo mumbling to himself over there? It seems that he is marveling at his work that he has prepared. Oh, I, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, how you doing? I'm okay. Been better. Me You're too. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? How about you? Not great. Yeah, not 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 great. Um, uh, some family <laughs> problems. Um, can't really communicate back today. Uh, there. Oh, golly. Um, hey, Basil, look on the bright side. You're not in the maze. Um, and you have two arms. And you have two arms. Yeah, 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 sure. I mean, one of his arms is longer than both of mine, but... Um, Damn right, it is. <laughs> his but what, his but both of yours work. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, this... Not not great, not great. Um, hmm. If they cannot find you, you are okay. No, that's that's not how family works, Fen. Um, that's not how family works. If you hide, you will be okay. No. I can teach you how to do that. Uh, uh, Semi-well. You uh, could just run away from your father. I, so I, I think between all of us, are, we could um, give you some very good family advice. You're missing the points here. <laughs> I like my family, and I would love to have a great relationship with them. But I, I wish I had a family. I've never known my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, we just unpacked a lot of baggage here. Yeah, you Let think having one arm is bad? Imagine not having any parents. I think my That's father, my life. I think my father impregnated my mom and then kidnapped her and held her hostage for uh, 25 years. He may have done the same thing with my mom, and we don't know about it yet. I, he may have impregnated all, all of our moms. Basil, I'll you be your pappy. Be my brother. That was, I don't There's so many things happening. <laughs> um, I... We're just saying look on the bright side. You have two arms and parents. Your parents still Obviously. get a vacation into Eris. All right? <laughs> right? They still get to enjoy a city that's not Willow Hills. Are you there? No. Will you be? At some point. Sure. And I'll be your pappy. You can call him daddy. Oh, um. You call me Finn Cabbage Maker. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> I almost lost my coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you cabbage have, maker. You, are you? Vindelin, uh, cabbage maker. Uh, it, do, you have, do you have happenings in your in your family? Finn, I do now. Cabbage maker. What? No, no, no. Like your pe any one of your ancestors, they're they're halfling. No. How did you get the last name Cabbage Maker? I'm your pappy. What? He, I don't know. He just became. I'm your pappy. Um, I'm here for you. Well, I have a dad. His Sa Samwise. Um, no, your dad, Samwise, is in Ariston. We need a dad right here. He's traveling to right Ariston. Now. He's not there yet. It's three days away. And Basil, did you know that Ariston, he's going to Ariston to see you? Um, I do now. Yeah, that's that. Thanks for the no, information. I just, I just found that out today. Yep, me too. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I've lived in Ariston. It's beautiful this time of year. 
Really you is. Lived in Ariston. I did. Probably not this time of years, but I would imagine it's beautiful this time of years because it was always beautiful any time of years when I was there. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. the month of midnight is one of the best months. But, it is uh, for Ariston fant- specifically. Fantastic month. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a great vacation without you. Uh, they might pick you up as souvenirs. Ooh. You can give them as souvenirs of our travels. Here's a. You want one of my pinky what? bones? I bet Sam would love that. I take the pinky bone and. It's titanium or bone? We'll never know. Do you want to inspect it? Yes. Okay. What would you do to inspect it? How would you learn what it is? Probably lick it. (laughs) Take a bite. Bite I'm looking at it, trying to like see if it has any give to it. I don't want to. I don't want to snap it. So I'm like putting it as if it were a bone. I was like, is this about to break? Um, it doesn't have any give. And it's not about to break. Wow. Um, I'll kind of wipe it off a little bit and then put it in my mouth. Does it <laughs> taste like metal? Your filling <laughs> tastes like aluminum, though, right now. Like. Make a perception check. Ooh. That is a 20. Natural? No. no. 19 plus 1. Um, it does not taste like metal. What's my boner taste like? <laughs> Sorry, my bone. What's my bone taste like? I was expecting it to be like metal because it seems really strong and stuff, but it's not. It doesn't taste like metal, and I'm kind of upset that I just put this in my mouth. Um, you put Blake. Blake's been in your mouth. In your upper window, my bone. <laughs> in your upper window. <laughs> I I regret my choices. Which ones? A lot, the, a lot, a lot. The bone or joining us or leaving the maze? Or? Quite a few. Um, this is some adventure. Boy. Uh. Oh, I could go for some cabbage right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Steamed, preferably. Sure, sure, that is a... Some salt and pepper. Yep. You would know that you're only a few days out from from Wesselheim. Um Group, I would know that we're only a few days out from Westline. That's that's impeccable knowledge that you would know. <laughs> I would know it. <laughs> you you I know, know it. it. I'm so glad we're close to Ariston. Well, that's next well, after Westline. Listen, Basil, we are closer to Ariston now than when that monster attacked us, and closer than when we left the portal. We are on our way to Ariston right now. Just a pit stop. I'll make sure to tell my parents that tomorrow. Hey, be there in like a month, maybe two. Yeah. yeah. Assuming we don't die. I don't think it'll be that long, but sure. It just won't be a day or two. Yeah. Probably not. There's a lot to do in Ariston. They could do joyful things like take vacation. They could, maybe you could get them to research some Praxis stuff for us. While they're there, yeah, that's not happening. Go um, undercover. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, ask him about. No. Ask him about the nope. science and the the I, magic and stuff. Uh, nope, nope, nope. My parents are farmers. They don't know the magic thing. What if they went uh, undercover? They cast magic. They could go undercover with Praxis while they're in Ariston. Do they know mm. magic like you do? Nope. You could get ahead of this. They do not. You could definitely send them in. Get some do, intel. Wait. No, they don't. They, they don't. don't. I like magic. this. I Good. like where Farmers. this is going. If they don't, if they do know magic, tell them not to do any of it while in Ariston because it might in, get them killed. Enroll How? in the syndicate. Get a student ID. You know, 
access to the union. Yeah, this all sounds like a great idea for like uh, me. They to probably do. won't die. I would love to learn how to do more magic or, you know, like, like the, this, this stuff that Erdo does that I was, it blows my mind, blows my mind. And I'm trying to see if Erdo reacts. Erdo is reading his books. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I could do half the stuff he does. So cool. But I'm sure there's stuff, there's ways you could learn that. Or a person who Yeah, he lived in seclusion his whole life. Seclusion, okay, that doesn't sound great. That doesn't sound great. No, um his deity and learned magic from him. Deity okay, how do I get in touch with a deity? You lie to your parents and you don't go to where they're at. Check that one off. All right. All right, where's the deity? (laughs) I never lied to my parents. Erdo. Oh, wait. Erdo heard us? <laughs> I am always paying attention while I am reading my books. <laughs> How do you do what you do? Well, I read the words on the page, <laughs> but I listen with my ears. Mm-hmm. It's called sure, multitasking. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yep, that, that, is, that is an explanation of that question. Um, how do you do the magic things that you do that are cool... And hot, as, uh, hot, that are hot because you you produce fire. Yeah, the other guy did the cool stuff. Who? Oh yes, the one, the the dead fella. Mm-hmm. Iceberg. Iceberg. He was after name. That's after a cool ice. name. Yeah. Wow. You know, we there's another halfling family that actually grows lettuce. It's the iceberg lettuce. Pretty freaking good. Not as good as the cabbages. A, I don't think that was his. His name was from like physical, like ice. Oh, birds. okay, okay. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you guys said he was in Not the in the vegetable. winter, you know. Hmm. Hmm. There is magic that is learned, and there is magic that is earned. Which one's better? I do not know which is better. How do you d- earn it, and how do you learn it? You are magic. You do not know how to do magic. Well, uh, yeah, I know how to do what I can do, but I'll, it seems like it hasn't been that effective. Um, and I'd like to be better, but I'd, I I don't really know how to be better. I've you never really learned under like another bard or like um, anything of that nature. It was just kind of innate, and I I went with my hobbies and sang some stuff and played instruments. Yeah, don't tell people that in Ariston, because again, it might get you killed. Ri- why? I I told people I could do magic in air. Like that one professor fella, um, he was super slosh. Like absolutely just. Oh my goodness, he was that. It was the most drunk I'd ever seen someone. Good it thing was he was drunk because he might put um, you on a list to get murdered. So you guys have been traveling for quite a while. We'll say that was about two days worth o- of travel. Odo is writing a Cliff's Notes version of the Portal book. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to just kind of put you guys. Um, at a camp scene, like you guys are uh, at the, you guys are in the camp, um, excuse me, you're camping out, <laughs> struggling with that, uh, before, the day before you're going to go into Westlaheim. So um, you guys traveled a couple days camping out, anything that you guys want to do before, so you would have had two days then if you're kind of making that Cliff's Notes, anything you guys want to do before you head into uh into Westlaheim. We're still the in next day. day one, or like, do I have any sending spells? Yeah, it's the next day. Okay, um, I would have cast sending in the morning. Okay. To my 
dad okay. because my mom talks too freaking much. Um, and I'd say, "Mom's, am I right?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, but dad. I know, I know all about him. I know all about him. <laughs> hey, dad. Your response can only be twenty-five words. How many days are you going to be in Ariston? Dad. One week. He did so good. <laughs> yep, I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not gonna see my parents. Nope, nope, they're gonna be so fucking pissed at me. Holy shit. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna process that today. And now we're at the campfire. <laughs> Do you want to do anything with that book with the... Basil, I have written a book for you. You you wrote me a, a, a book? Is it in that, that that one language? I tried to read it, but it's really... I, I don't know it. Only the side notes. I have written it in common, so you do not waste time reading the long book from Nolans. Wow. That's... That means a lot to me, Erdo. This is magic learned, and I hand Basil the book of Portos. The book or the cliff notes? The cliff notes. Oh my, oh my gosh. Um. And I take the book and throw it into the fire. No! What? What? Mm. Grab it. Grab it. I'm going to grab, grab it. it. No. Oh, I no. tried, but I don't have any hand doesn't on let that me. side. Oh, <laughs> cast control flames. Oh, and shit. Creates a very, very large. So fire. I'm going to burn my hand trying to, but I pull it out when he casts control flames. Um. Wait, why'd you, why'd you do that? Was it was it like bad or what? I, there were misconceptions in his book. I have removed misconception and only put the truth. Mi- what? Um, okay. Um, uh, he gave you the Cliff Notes version. That, sh- sure, sure, sure. I, I, uh, you know, I don't you know. You can't even it, read the language. That's true. That is true. Um, Toss it back in the fire, Dad. Uh, no, he no, can I read d- the Cliff I Notes. I couldn't grab it because he controlled Oh, me. perfect. Uh, it's in the fire. Great. Um, okay. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I sent you, I sent you his cliff notes on Discord. I'll read, I'll read the, um, yeah, thank you so much, Erdo. I appreciate the cliff notes. Um, what, what, why would you destroy a book, though? I just said there were misconceptions in the book. But is, is it like a, you know for sure, or it's just your opinion, or like, how do you know what's right and what's wrong? I only removed opinion. Oh, the okay. spells work with the cliff notes. Oh, um, that's cool and all, but what about like the story of the book? The story is in my cliff notes. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. <coughs> what a uh, that, wow! You're really good. You must. If you're telling me the truth, yeah, I'll read it. And I like, I love, I love, I love the idea here. That's um, I'm just so confused at why you, why you, why you um, threw it in the fire. Did you rip out the spell piece? Yes. Okay. Would you give that to him or no? That is in my satchel. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'll um. I'll give you reviews as I read it. Um. And I'll start trying to like read it. How long is it? I know the book was chapters. Yeah, it's long. It'll take you one chapter a day to read. So it's uh nine chapters. Nine chapters. Okay. Well, technically, did you take out? Chapter 
Seven entirely, or just the spell page? Just the spell page. All right, so nine chapters. Got it. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. If there's a moment, I would like to um get a hold of that the sending stone that we have. Mm -hmm. If I so, I'll ask Kaladin for the the sending stone out of the bag of holding. I don't think I have it, but I think I can give it to you. I think Erdo has it. Oh. <coughs> Erdo has it. I give it to Blake. Sweet. Um, I'm going to talk into it. Hey, Onyx. Um, we're headed to Westline. I lost an arm. Do you know if there's any kind of, like dwarves or magic or something or can you point me in a direction of where I can get a mechanical hand tool it'd be really helpful if we ever have to work for you again that I have both my limbs properly functioning Blake sounds like you you lost something I, I lost something too boys know anything about my package not getting to its uh, to its recipient Onyx lost his package. Oh. <laughs> At least he knows we're going to Westline. He is oh. a eunuch. I mean, we delivered the package to the guy outside the uh, the wall there. But that, that was our, our task, was to deliver it to the guy. And then what happened to my to my package, Blake? What happened to your package? I mean, I, the guy took it, and then he left, and then we went into the city. Make a deception check real quick. That's the truth. that is the truth. Okay. We yeah. delivered the package to Darren. Darren. Darren was his That's name. That's true. And then we killed Darren. <laughs> Just left that part out. Why did the package not make it to uh, to the intended recipient? Like we all hear this, right? Mm -hmm. How would we know that? I don't know, man. Did, did it not make it there? <laughs> now we can roll it. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's not a, not a three. That's perfect. What's that? Deception? Mm -hmm. That's uh, gonna be a 13. You know, Blake, I, uh, I keep my my trade routes pretty tight. I'd like to know who I'm in business with. If I tell somebody that they're gonna get a they're gonna get their package, then I'm sending something to them. Uh, I want to make good on that deal. This particular recipient not only didn't receive their goods but uh, they also had a we'll call it a, a disturbance at their residence you happen to know anything about that Blake yeah I do do you know how to get a new hand I don't know that I'm interested in giving you a hand anymore Blake okay I well I'm not interested in giving you a hand anymore any either Onyx thank you what do you do with the stone? I give it back to Erdo. You do anything with it? Hello, Onyx. Erdo. Onyx. What can I do for you, boy? I am going to put you back into my satchel. <laughs> do you do it or do you keep listening? I keep listening. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. 
Darren was not a great delivery person. Well, Blake, I think that went really well. Yeah, he didn't know about an extra hand. I thought he might. You know what oh, I'm. Re- you know what I'm really. Shit, that was the fella. Basil. You know what I'm the really uh, grateful for, is that um, he knows we're in Westlaheim. That's. I feel really good about that. Game I, plan. I just feel like. Oh. I feel like out of all the things that have happened, you know, you shooting the arrows and ripping your arm off. I this one. I think this one's tops the cake here. I think letting him know. That we're going to West I think Cowden's passive aggressively mad at Perfect me right now. After, after we just wrecked his trade route and his buyer. Perfect opportunity to go to Ariston, guys. Let's <laughs> fucking go. We're not going to Ariston just because your parents are vacationing. Shit, Cowden, there's other things this. to do in Ariston. This is this is fantastic. Like the syndicate and the professor fella that I had met that we could get the information from about the syndicate and all the things, and we wouldn't die from the flying creatures, and we wouldn't, um, the Onyx fella, he is not nice, I've heard, but Blake seems to like him, and that was a very scary conversation I just listened to. Um, Basil, Basil, take a deep deep breath, Basil. Take a deep breath. You've experienced a lot. You're really overloaded right now. You're just overloaded. That's <laughs> good response. I just take a take a breath. It's okay. There We're are some. Get through this. There are some people in Cogglestick that probably can put together something for your arm, um, mechanical. Now we're going to Cogglestick. Maybe stop there at the way home. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that too. Cargo sticks pretty far, but it's not a priority right but now. When, priority when, number when one is the, the portal. Oh, we can go anywhere, in theory. Oh, mm. that is not quite how it works. <laughs> 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 Sounds like it, you know. I read the uh, uh, the marketing material. Remember, on it. remember, it's a lo- it's a long pinch, not a, a quick pinch fix. <laughs> I read the project. I, re- I read the white paper <laughs> on this. <laughs> The, the case study from uh, from the previous. It sounds like you can create case. a portal anywhere. <laughs> Don't you remember the the theme song for it or the uh, advertising song? Oh yes, I Work can create a portal, portal anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now that you mentioned it, I do recall this yeah, song. Yeah. Exactly. I have never heard this song mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. This is Take this a is look. Fascinating. It's in a book. That's oh. just not the song. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh Fan, what was that? <laughs> I thought that was the same song. That is an Elvish tune. Okay, so we're still we're, still, we're going we're going we're, yep West Lahine that's that's okay. Deep sure. breath, Basil. Deep breath. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Have any of you been to West Lahine? Nope, can't say I have. Nope. Finn yes. would have been like just maybe once or twice. It smelled strange. I have read much about Wesselheim, but I have never visited it. Blake, have you been? Never, ever, ever. You know, I've thought of Wesselheim since I left. So much of uh, this journey with you has been me running from the things that once were in Hearing Westline, knowing Westline has fallen. I haven't quite figured out what to do with that yet. 
And Kaladin just has been reflective a lot of this trip, but he sits and stares at the fire. I'll tell you a tale of a girl, one of three. Her story is a legend and a lore. Oh my gosh, it's really good. Her fight is unmatched and her might can't be tamed. Okay. As bold as the waves on a shore. Oh, love, the three girls are a sight by themselves, but together they point to more. The eyes of the father protect and provide such a presence it's hard to ignore. Oh, here we go, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Tell you a tale of a girl, one of three. Her story is a legend and a lore. Her wisdom and mind are a sight to behold. Splendor is one to adore. Holy shit, this is cool, Calvin. All of the three girls are sight by themselves, but together they point to more. The eyes of the father protect and provide such presence is hard to Tell you a tale of a girl, one of three. Her story is a legend and a lore. Her cunning and craft are a riddle themselves. Watch out for her tricks are in store. All of the three girls are a sight by themselves, but together they point to more. Eyes of the Father protect and provide such a presence. It's hard to ignore. The eyes of the Father protect and provide such a presence. It's hard to ignore. Holy shit, Kaladin, that was amazing. I look at Basil. I love that song. How do you, wow. How do you know that? Uh, well, I mean, it's a pretty famous song. Yeah. Like, it, it's about, like, all of Eldenfell and uh, the father, and it's just such a cool story, you know? Um, and so, oh, I love that song so much. I got chills. Uh, how did, uh, wow, you can sing, Kaladin. Have you ever thought of being a bard? Because you could be pretty freaking good. Uh, never. No. Wow. No. I'm not a very good storyteller. I can uh, sing a song that was sung to me over the years. And that's about the extent of it. Thanks for playing. It's uh, quite good. At this point, Basil, when you harmonized with Kaladin, you felt kind of like a, you know that when you cast magic, what you're doing is you're harmonizing with creation. And you're able to sort of pay attention to the different fabrics and the grass and the trees and in you know, materials and buildings and, you know, animals, everything. And what you're able to do is kind of draw out the magical essence from that, harmonize with it through song. And it's through that sort of discipline that you're able to cast magic. And you realize in that moment, harmonizing with Kaladin, that he 
has innately what he needs to learn how to do magic. And if you so choose, you could start to work with Kaladin to teach him how to use music and song to cast spells. Mechanically, if you guys do this, the next time you level Kaladin, you could take a level in Bard. But like, seriously though, I'm telling you, the whole story thing, yeah, that, that is a part of being a Bard, but that's like, like we've done some crazy shit, right? And you probably have some crazy stories that you could tell. Um, and I could even help you. Uh, it's like you, you're so good at singing. And all you got to do is just like have that presence about you. And you trust me. Trust me. Like we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing these duets here. Uh, I know the, <laughs> I know the, the fellas like it. They seem to have enjoyed that one. It wasn't just my voice. Um, and... Buddy, oh, it could be pretty freaking cool. I'll just tell you that. I like the part about the rainbow. That was in a book. That was fence Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, the story of the sister with the rainbow portal. Portal <laughs> of story and legend yes. and look. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. All right, you guys are you, we're getting look. close. We're getting close. In okay. Yep. Yep. I um, like this Elvish tune. <laughs> what if we really put it together? Right Take now. a look. The sister <laughs> a portal. The sister portal. Sister portal. We're gonna go see the portal. We'll take you anywhere. <laughs> Kaladin, I take everything back. Um, my magical feeling. By him singing that, did a portal just open up and disappear in front? You know what? It sure did it. A rip into the looming plane. Do we want to go back? Thanks for singing that with me. That song is home. That was harmonious. So if you guys want, if that's something it that you. It was beautiful music. You'll need to role play that every now and then. Um, not that you have to write a song every time, but sure. just say like at this short rest, Kaladin asks Basil to like work with him on music yep. and got it. Maybe Basil. Uh, you think you're more of a liar guy or like a bagpipe guy or? Yeah, I mean, you got pretty good. You got pretty good pipes, but and I don't mean bagpipes. Um, talking you know. about your dick. Hey, yo, <laughs> I think he I'd, likes uh, bones in his mouth, so. <laughs> I'd be more of a strings guy, Basil. Maybe you can show me the ropes. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I could teach you something. I could teach you some things. Yeah. Wow. We could call you the bipenals. <laughs> That'd be a good name for you guys, your group. I, I still don't think the I get that. The scene in the bipenals. <laughs> Ariston, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the bipenals. We need to redo the screen so it does. It shouldn't say the scene anymore. It should say the bipenals. Rock on with friends. Basil on the bipenals. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anything cool. else? Um, yeah. How do? How? So we're like real close to Westerhide now. I'm kind of like obviously I've been casting Tiny Hut every night and stuff, but. I'm really fucking scared to go into West Behind, and I don't know anything. Like, you guys have talked about a ghost. You guys have talked about uh, these big dragon things. You guys have talked about this Thalonil creature. Um, you guys have talked about 
lots of stuff. Uh, you, like, Callan, your mum rarely, uh, maybe she's alive, maybe she's not. We don't know. There's so, I feel like there's a lot to unpack here, and I just have no clue what I'm expect, what I should expect, and um, I, I don't want to die, uh, and we should stay safe, and probably not fight things, but we're probably going to have to fight things. And I, I can keep, um, Deep breath. If, if we shoot, you shoot too. I want to use. I reach um, over and I start rubbing Basil's earlobe. I just want to look in the I area and we are head. and try um, to find some like herbal <laughs> medicinal stuff <laughs> that may calm somebody the fuck down. I mean, you uh, have some from Iceberg or a nature check, either of those two. It's true. You do still have some from. You iceberg. have some from Berg. That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You want to use Bergs? I we'll want to look around and see if I can find anything. But we'll then. say you know that you have birds, and then you look around and you also find something else, and you're like, "Oh, this is like icing on the take cake. It'll be, it'll be yeah. real nice." Perfect. <laughs> so I, I just bring it back and I say, "Hey, Basil, little buddy, you um, you he seem never. like you need to calm down a bit. Our previous friend gave some stuff, but I found some things that might be a little bit better. Oh, um, would you mind if you just like chewed on it a little bit? It'll take take the edge off. What uh, I. Okay. okay um, it's leafy vegetables. You like that stuff. It's not another bone, is it? Um, I zip my pants up. Sure. And then I hand him this. <laughs> Damn it, Cowden. I, I only had him it. going. <laughs> I take it. Um, sure, I'll put it in my mouth and I'll chew it. Yeah, just chew on that for a little bit. It'll mm-hmm. help you out. I'll actually do some with you just to prove that it's okay. And I, I take some and start chewing it as well. kind of tastes like dirt a little bit. Oh, I gave you the wrong piece here. Try this <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Try that. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's there bad. you go. That's there bad. you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Basil, do you want to read any of that book tonight? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, the first night. No, the second night, I guess. Which chapter would you want to read the first night? I'm going start to finish, so whatever. Okay. The appendix. <clears throat> so you start with chapter one, summary of velocity and placement. Yes. So I'm pasting that into Discord for you. To Iceberg, not Basil. Uh, can I give <coughs> Bur- uh, uh, Basil the scroll so he can learn the spell? The spell? Yes. Um, would you do that while you're tripping? While I'm tripping? Probably, <laughs> probably Didn't not. Did you just safe. take a loose Yeah, I, I sure did. <laughs> yeah, um, we did. I, yeah, we did. <laughs> Fist me. We sure did. Nope. Fist me. Nope, that was a wrong nub. Hand, wrong hand. That was a nub. I was a nub. Nub me. Yeah, nub me. I was giving him the nub. We're gonna, nub we got to get used to it at some point. Isn't it? Does it hurt still? Me. I mean, this is just a couple days fresh. No, he cauterized it. I can't feel anything down oh, there. That's so All the scary. nerve endings are burnt off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, it was kind of crispy. You just got nubbed. <laughs> yep, that was, that's Blake, not how skin's supposed you. to feel. Perhaps you should just read the appendix tonight. Okay. Um. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'll I'll read the appendage. Appendix. 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 Is that what he said? Is there appendix? You want to read the end? Well, the last well, chapter. Yeah, just for when I'm tripping. All right. So I gave you chapter one, and now I'm going to give you chapter nine. The, the appendix is chapter nine. Got it. Got well, it. I mean, I'll give you. The, okay. Here's the appendix. I'll probably prepar- I'll probably have to reread it. <coughs> there's a section called in, in preparation of volume two, and I'm I'm sharing that also. Sweet. <coughs> So now you have chapter one and the appendix. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know, I'm kind of my, my eyes are really dilated when he shows up with this paper thing, and I'm just like, um, maybe, maybe hold, too. maybe hold on to Can't that. Get it out of my head. Maybe hold on to that. Maybe. But I mean, I could, I could eat it. It looks pretty. I'm like right next to his ear right now. Pretty tasty. Oh my god. 
little hungry right now. Anyone have food? Have we like got some squirrels? What's um? I got some food. Go to sleep, Oh, I'm, no, I'm pretty hungry. You hungry? Yeah. Make a, All right, I cast. Make a Constitution save real quick. I cast good berry. Eighteen. Do you wanna? <laughs> um, you have this sense. You remember when you were sleepy last time, there was a nice, warm baby Bajorn that you rested in. <laughs> and this just this sense comes over you again where you'd really love to be the Joey to Blake's kangaroo. Um, so there's a thing in my head right now. It's happening. Um, it's rock a day, so uh, climbs on my back or something. Uh, when I lean over, he sees down my crack. Um, can I jump on your back, Blake? I feel something. No, but I'm we feeling, can. We, I'm feeling we, something we, here. Just lay down and face that direction, and then I'll just kind of climb behind you, and I'll just hold you tight as you sleep. Um, we cut so a little bit. You've got Kaladin rubbing your earlobe, coming <laughs> into your ear, and Blake big spooning you. This is, this is a scene. Finn is also Finn's rubbing there? his head. Finn, Finn, Finn was rubbing, rubbing his head. Oh. Calm Erdo. down, little buddy. What are you doing? Hey. Erdo, would you like to touch Basil, too? Erdo is drawing this in his book. <laughs> He's drawing it. Make a dexterity check. Let's we'll see how good you get. As I'm... As a natural one. Okay, it's terrible. You're so you're so upset by the scene that you're like not actually. It's one of those things where you don't look at the paper and you're like. I lean over. You can't take your eyes off. Of I it. lean over and look at Erdo's pad. I'm just like, Erdo, that is terrible. <laughs> as I'm spooning him, I'm pulling uh, good berries out and uh -huh. just feeding him one by one around. So I'm like the feeding. Reach around. Reach, reach around. around. <laughs> the big spoon reach around. Well, I'm feeding his mouth. Guys, perverts. Wrong arm, wrong arm. You just fed him with your nub. <laughs> well, we got to roll over, Basil. So I flip him over, we roll over, and then I there start feeding go. him. There it is. With my you actual go to sleep, hand. Basil? I feel so smothered. Yes. But you love it because you Wait, trip oh, the balls. Shit. I probably don't cast Tiny Hut then. I mean, would you? He th we all think he did, but there's no hunt around <laughs> us. <laughs> we know there's not. A <laughs> you did a good job, Basil. Go to sleep. Okay, I fall asleep. That night, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that big creature comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Basil, you have one Every minute. Everybody, make wisdom <laughs> saves. <laughs> um, Natural one. Really? No. No. Oh. Ten. Everybody get a long rest. Yep. 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 Okay. Um, you guys wake up. It's the next morning. Um, Basil, you feel pretty good. You slept hard. Um, <laughs> I slept hard too, Basil, just so you know. <laughs> I slept very hard. If, uh, <laughs> if you want, you can um, get another chapter of that book this day if you want. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it while we're... Which chapter? Uh, the next one. So chapter two? Uh, yep, chapter okay. two. Physics of space and time. Physics of the butthole. Whoa. <laughs> that was impressive. Wow. Finn. Finn, what's happening over there? I... So you guys pack up and get on the horses. Yep, we get on. Head off. Um, Calden, you would know that you guys are, you know, half a day away at this point. As you guys are... Uh, moving along, you notice that the ground become starts to become 
uh, it's not as like soft and padded. Um, it becomes uh, a little bit more coarse, a little bit more hard. Uh, as you get closer, the dark green uh, sort of characteristic and property that um, was left over from that battle at the beginning of the session with that creature, that w everything that happened to the to the ground that Erdo got sort of the sample of, you start to see long streaks of that across the ground periodically. Would you do anything, Erdo? Uh, I would make note to the party, and Kaladin already notices, but I would point this out. So you guys keep going. I don't like that. So you guys look at that and you think, okay, whatever this creature was has been here. There was some sort of activity. You would know at this point you're probably like 30 minutes away mm -hmm. um, from West Lahine. The ground just starts to get a little bit harder, more coarse. Gentlemen, keep your head up. We're about 25, 30 minutes out. More and more uh, of the ground begins to look like this. Um, as you guys begin to approach, <clears throat> you start to see, you guys are on an uphill, like all the way to Wesselheim is uphill. Um, <clears throat> in the distance, you start to see, um, Calden, what you're expecting are these massive walls um, that just beyond them, you see the castle up on a second tier. Um, you guys see pieces of the wall. Every now and then you'll see like a tower still intact but for the most part the wall is kind of shaped you know like this it'll up and then it'll go down quite a bit and then up a little bit and down um Calden, you notice that there's probably like you know a third of the wall left that was kind of meant to protect Westline. you guys look up uh and sort of in the distance as you're getting closer there are other things sort of flying around um there's like activity sort of in the air around Westline. Um, but for the most part, a lot of the like staples that are in the skyline, you're like, you're, you anticipate really large buildings. Uh, you know, that the theater used to be this massive building that you could see from the skyline approaching. There was this really big, beautiful clock tower that you'd see from the skyline. It's gone. Um, the castle is still there, but you notice that half of it, um, only about 40% of it remains. The rest of it is just, it looks like it just can fell I, in on itself. Can I tell from where I'm at, which half? Um, the, uh, north half. Okay. So your room would have been more in the southern quarters. Right, okay. Uh, and so, so it's hard, hard to tell. Right, it but still looks my, damaged my teddy bear could still be there. Yeah. Your wooden horse? Blanky, Blanky's still there. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it it's still damaged, for sure. Uh, but it's still, um, there. Structurally like that part of the, Structurally, yes, Got still it. there. But it took... You know, so it I'm, looks almost like it's hanging on by a thread. My mouth is like open as I stare at this site, my home, my city, West Lahine, in ruins. As you get closer, the rain, like one after the other, drops begin to kind of fall around you guys. Uh, you move about 15 or so more minutes in. Uh, and the rain starts to pick up. Um, the ground begins to kind of glisten and kind of sparkle as you look around as the water's kind of settling. The, it, it almost becomes slick, the ground. It's not, remember, it's the, the dirt isn't this sort of soft powdery material anymore. It's hardened from what had happened. And so you have this like slick, almost concrete, uh, even the dirt, uh, it becomes this like 
almost like a slippery. There are moments where um, the road up gets a little bit steeper and you notice that your horses are starting to pay a little bit more closer attention to, to the footfall. Um, you're used to the road as you're approaching starting to get a little bit nicer and nicer and the decor starting to pick up and the you know ornate decorations of it starting to pick up and you still see the vestige of what's left over but it's toppled and ruined and uh you know it's fallen down but you get to this the main gate uh, only one of the towers is left over you notice that the this massive iron gate that used to you know stop people at night from coming in has fallen down uh, backwards it's like fallen in it's on the ground mangled bent looks like something massive took a step on it and just bent this huge iron gate in uh like a almost like a shape of a taco um you guys get close to the gate and kaladin you're used to seeing when you get here this really beautiful massive pond uh that's probably like a hundred feet in diameter um and in the middle of the pond three the statue of three women uh who signify the three sisters uh and you get to the front of this gate and um, they're completely uh, on the ground, toppled over. Um, you see, a, you see one of the women's faces on the ground to the right, kind of looking at you. Um, the one that uh, would be the symbol for Ainori, uh, and on her face is this uh, big red mark uh, of like an upside-down-looking crown. Um, so you sort of look back at the city. You just see piles of broken, shattered armor all over the ground, uh, battered beyond use, just kind of lie strewn around the ground. You look sort of off in the distance, and there's just blood, congealed, dried blood that looks like it was running into the sewers, but the sewers had run over. Um, you see um, down the main street, you're used to just a really beautiful, bustling city. Uh, you see decaying corpses just littering the streets. Um, the buildings along this main street looks like the foundations cracked themselves and the ones that remain are leaning into the city looking almost as if, you know, one touch and they would just crumble into the, into the, uh, into the street. As you just, all of you kind of take in the city, um, you see far off in the distance on the south side, this, um, it's small to your vision but because of the distance you would gather it's a pretty large bonfire something's happening in the southern side of the city um, uh, there is this sort of uh, one of the smaller clock towers that sort of nestled in the grotto you would know that the neighborhood of the grotto um, this clock tower you see part of it starting to crumble uh, down uh, you guys are looking around and far off closer to the castle uh, you hear the shriek of a neighing horse as it's being slaughtered um, for you know maybe reasons that you're not sure uh, but for the most part you just take in this post apocalyptic massive city that has just been completely destroyed and is laying in utter ruins and we'll pick up there next session First and foremost, I just want to thank you for listening to our podcast and also give a quick thanks to Michael Gelfi, Alexander Necrata, and Kevin McLeod for the background music we used this morning. 
Links to their websites are in the episode's description. Caffeine Check is Anthony R. as our DM, Scott as Findelin, Thomas as Iceberg, Derek as Blake Clark, Anthony as Erdo, and myself, Joshua, as Kaladin. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast listening platform you use and share it with your friends. If you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash caffeine check. Becoming a Patreon gets you access to Coffee Break, a bi-weekly chat with all of us breaking down the previous week's episodes, as well as much more. If you want to get to know the guys at the table more, you can follow us on Instagram at caffeine check and on Reddit at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash caffeine check. Again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe, stay caffeinated, and have a fantastic day.